oh man, this sucks, or frustration, or irritation, and then into, oh, I can just relax. And then frustration and irritation, and then, oh, I can just relax. And then I start like pumping the mind with positive thoughts, like, oh, that's good. Oh, it feels so good to relax. Yes, you did it, or you can hold, oh, this is good enough. I can enjoy this. All right, this is great. And then before I know it, oh, something's happening. Oh, nothing's happening. I got that one too. And then it's like, so it's like a cat and mouse kind of dichotomy. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed, like, I was just curious. I'm thinking maybe, Dan, that this is just one of those times where you've said that, like, sometimes requires more effort or you're like, you know, you're, you got your eye on the ball. You're not going to lose it. And you might not be going into, like, the first jhana throughout the whole day, but you're, like, you're not letting up on the dukkha. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some days it's easier to just be like, Oh, okay. Can just relax. Um, so we do what's required. Right effort is as much as is required, and no more. Yeah. And I just I think about what you said to me recently about how if I could just chill out for one to two days, that would just make you so happy. And I think I'm like maybe confusing that with not practicing even though I know chilling out is the practice, but it's like, you know what I mean? So you got it. um, Well, you know what you mean now. Well, you know what I mean now. (laughs) Does chilling out include, uh, the practice is chilling out, creating wholesome thoughts and relaxing, enjoying that, acknowledging that it's a success, like all those markers, if you will. Nibbana can be translated as the out-breath. It's also translated as cooling off. Yeah. So we use right effort to come to that relaxation. Over and over and over again. If there's the appearance of us giving ourselves a hard time, then we play the game of creating some energy in the opposite direction. The only yeah. reason that seems like effort is because we're working against decades of conditioning. Right. That conditioning yeah. is the real effort. That conditioning is 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 the, the hard work. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. It's gotcha. the traps, right? It's the traps we set for ourselves and then we fix yeah. them later. That's right, yeah. Carl. Yeah, and and of course, a lot of those traps were laid when we were super impressionable. We've spoken many times about socialization, conditioning, childhood, parenting, teaching, schooling. The other thing we were given an alternative back in those (laughs) early days, but there was none. And so a lot of these traps were were laid on threat of punishment if we didn't play along. And that's that's what is working against you right now, brother. Yeah, okay. Cool. That's why there seems to be a struggle. But as you've seen, in a moment of correct practice, all that struggle goes poof. Yeah, it all goes poof. It's just that, you know how Don Morado, he talks about like, you, you start pumping your mind with positive thoughts and then you keep those up and then you enter like whatever jhanas and stuff. I'm getting caught up between like 
the shoulds. Like, should I be doing that or should I just relax? No, none, none of it it's go? a should. You're, you're here because you choose to be. Well, the I mean, shoulds is yeah. the conditioning. The conditioning is the shoulds. The shoulds and oughts and busts. This is all use... you. This is your choice. This is my choice, right. So you're choosing to be free. Yeah. What I'm it saying feels it feels <laughs> like a should because you're scared that if you relax, yes. there'll be Duca again. But I just keep relaxing anyway. I just keep relaxing anyway. The Shoulds is a terrible <laughs> band. Yeah. I don't know. The yeah. Band, but that's funny. <laughs> no, no. It's really entirely joking. <laughs> oh. um, um, sorry, Alex. What was that last thing you said? No, it's just that I think I'm maybe not, either maybe I'm not communicating clearly or you're skillfully handling my communication. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it is. But what I noticed that's happening is, like I said, I can notice the dukkha in a moment, and then I'll throw the axe, right? I have great enthusiasm. If there's not as much enthusiasm there in that moment, I might get worried. But I'm like, oh, throw the axe on that. And then at some point, I'm like, oh, I could just relax right now. And mm -hmm. then the dukkha will come back while I'm trying to compound those positive thoughts, those positive, wholesome thoughts. And it comes back. And so I think, well, maybe I don't even need to compound wholesome thoughts right now. Maybe I can just relax and just enjoy mm -hmm. this. So I just, I don't know which one to do is what I'm saying. They appear like two different roads. You're running an experiment. Yep. And gathering lots of data. Yep. And of course, what we're looking yep. for is what works right there in the moment. Right there in the moment. And every good point. What works right there in the moment. Yeah. The other thing that I wanted to mention is there is a um, something I'm noticing with my job today, especially, is that. Uh, Sales essentially, right? I think we all could agree. Sales is the act of getting someone to do something that you want them to do through words, etc. And you know, anyway. Um, and yeah, I think it always depends on the product and the whole context, right? Because you could be helping someone to do something that they want to do. Yes. Well, this is that's exactly the whole thing behind sales, that the product is there to convince the person that they actually want this, that this would actually help them, trying to help them see that this would help them. And that's my job yeah, in booking. It, it, it might or it might not, right? So And it might or it might not, right. And yeah. what, what I'm noticing is um, my job is to get these people well, my job is to ask these people if they have some time tomorrow afternoon to meet with our product specialists. And a lot of times they'll just, sometimes they'll be like, oh yeah, sure. And those are the best calls because it's like, oh, great, awesome. But then sometimes they're like, oh yeah, man, appreciate the call, just not interested. And we have several like objections, scripted out objections to go through and they work. It, to a degree, they really actually do work because mm. I get opportunities that way. However, mm. what I've noticed, especially lately, is that 
sometimes people will respond like, well, no, I, I told you, I don't understand like what you don't understand about this, but I'm not available. Like that. I said, no, like it's not going to work. Now my job is to ease their concern and say the objection again anyway, <laughs> hoping that they will say yes to the meeting. What I'm noticing in my own experience is that there seems to be dukkha when I am uh, hearing their response because I can pick up from clues in their tone of voice and their inflection that they may be a bit irritated or frustrated. And so what I mean, you know, they're not necessarily saying I'm irritated, but you can kind of tell when someone you, you can sense irritation. And while I'm looking at my own irritation and 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 creating a, a wholesome conditioning for myself, it seems very, very, very fucked up lately to just keep hammering away at those objections um, when they're feeling this way because it feels as though I literally am like instilling dukkha into their moment. And I know that's not, I know like their dukkha isn't mine to control, but mm -hmm. I'm seriously considering like, I don't know if I can even do sales anymore because this, it creates dukkha for me. How about rather than it being whether you can or cannot, what if it's a choice? I guess what I'm looking for is, does that observation line up with you guys too? That it, it, it sounds as though when you're, when you're selling something to someone and they say no, and you're going to say something to, you know, handle that objection, no matter how politely or kindly you do it. Right. And they come back and they're like, no, told you I'm not interested. You're not respecting my time. I'm about to get on the phone for, I'm going to, about to get on to my next meeting, whatever it is. So are Alex, we are we just creating dukkha for ourselves by engaging in those kinds of conversations? So I've got a, I've got a, an idea about that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm selling something too. I'm selling a service, right? I'm selling a service of like, information about how to communicate correctly. Right. But I know down deep that it's helping, helping the students. And so I'm selling in a way, but I'm also believing, I'm really believing, and I know down deep that it's uh, assisting them somehow, right? Yeah. And so I guess the perspective is, yeah, I, I feel like from looking at it from one way, I am selling something, but I believe in the service or the product. And so it's really easy for me to do it, right? That's, that's, I guess that's one way. Now, the way our, I think the way our situations are different is rather than like, just rather than me approaching the student and say, hey, you want to learn some English? <laughs> it's more they're approaching me to say, hey, I want to learn English. So it's a little bit of a different yeah. direction. It's very but, different. But, very but, different but direction. The, but the, the, the communication once it's taking place is still yeah. about you know trust that this is somehow gonna assist them with their with their life with their goals with their objectives 
So even though the direction is op is op in a way opposite, I still think that the platform could be the same um, if you if you perceive it that way. Now, if you don't think what you're selling is actually beneficial, then yeah, I think you would have a bigger problem. But if you don't think that, then I don't know. That's my my five cents on that. I definitely do think it is beneficial. Just one sec, Joe. Thanks. I I just want to respond to Rick. I definitely do think it's beneficial. Um, They train us pretty heavily on, like, believing in the product. You're there to help them. Mm -hmm. This is something that they're actually looking for. The other big difference, too, you know, is, like, I'm not walking up to them. I'm a complete interruption to their day. Now I know that could just be a perception, right? But a lot of times these people answer and they're like, not really, it's not a good time. I'm about to go into a meeting. And then I say, oh, that's no problem, Rick. I'm about to go into a meeting in about two minutes. Can you just give me 60 seconds? I promise I'll be really brief and make it worth your while. And then I go in and I share the thing with them and it's just, I don't know, like I said, when they give that objection and then I respond back, it it just it just feels mm, like in conflict with what I'm creating for myself with 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 this wholesomeness, with this you know freedom, with love, with acceptance. It just feels in, directly in conflict with it. If I was an English teacher, that's all. I mean, I get that. That's pretty cool because you can, you can be like, oh wow, okay, what what's missing? Like, what, what what's missing that could inspire these kids today? Like, I, I get into their world. They're already there. They're in the seats. You know. If, I, I, if I, people, I think I think the important point is the point of objection. But sorry, did someone else want to? Joe, were you going to say something? I was just yeah. I was just going to say if the people end up buying it then they obviously decide at some point that it's going to be beneficial to them. And you don't have to take it so seriously, maybe, because, like, you know, could you just see that it's just, like, a game that you're yeah, just playing yeah, a role? Yeah, like a game. You know? And, like, they know the game. I mean, they're saying no, but, like, sometimes I say no to people. Like, the, just my experience of getting sold stuff is, like, sometimes I say no. Then all of a sudden somebody, like, points something out to me that I didn't think about. And I'm like, hmm, that's actually a pretty good idea. You know, and like I end up saying yes to whatever it is because they convince me of something that I decide myself, though, at the end of the day. It never happens that somebody convinces me of something and I'm like, oh, my God, they screwed me over. You know, like at that point, it might it might be like unwholesome. Right. Like if you're like, holy crap, like give me my money back. But if people aren't doing that, if people are legitimately buying it and, you know, going forward with whatever it is that you're selling that's on them you know like you're just you're playing a role they're playing a role yeah and nobody likes salespeople. like that's just <laughs> reality unfortunately you know like i mean when i'm selling right. food and stuff like that even then it's like people are a little bit annoyed you know a lot of times and i have to convince them to buy something that i'm selling that where i'm like hey you know, this this aubergine, do you, like, do you know, like, how to make baba ganoush? Like, he has a recipe for how to do it. And then they think about it, and they're like, oh, maybe I'll try that out, you know. Um, so they're still making the decision themselves, but it's more like you're just playing a game here, you know. That would be my way of looking at it. Because I don't think, it doesn't sound that unwholesome to me. You're not, like, scamming people. 
That's true. No, you're right. That's true. And and actually, at one point, I was doing health insurance, and at some level, it was kind of a scam because there was information that I was leaving out intentionally to get the sale. We we were taught to do that, and I'd left that company for that reason. But, um, I mean, Joe, to your point, like I, I get it. Okay, like I've also been practicing seeing it in different ways and like keeping it light and realizing like, Hey, that's their reaction is their reaction. And, you know, I could say something that could make them agree to a meeting. And that does happen. That actually does happen where they're like, Oh yeah, I actually do want to do that after I handle one of their objections calls I'm talking about are the ones where I'm given those objections and they just get upset. They get irritated. They get yes. Pissed. So that, that sounds they hang up on me. Yeah, that sounds to me to be the the thing to consider. What I can tell you is I'm never going to push anyone See? in any conversation. See? Uh, yeah. I, so I think I hear what you're That's talking how about. That's it feels. Say it, it feels kind of incompatible because why would you? But yes. the why would you is because you're doing a job. Right, exactly. So kind of come full circle to what Joe's saying, which is you're playing a role, right? Now, you don't have to play that role, but when you put that headset on and you sign in for work that day, you are playing that role in exchange for money, and that's a, a contract that you sign. So this is what I meant when I said, could it be a choice rather than a can or cannot? Could it just be a choice of, is this something I want to do? Is this something I would like to do? Or would I prefer to go into another line of work of which persuasion is not a key factor? Yeah. And I, and I really appreciate that you said that, Dan, because it, it is kind of that sense of like pushing someone, actually, that that's yeah, the, I, it just yeah. doesn't feel good. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine um, making any effort to continue a conversation with someone who tells me they don't want to continue the conversation. But again, I don't have a reason to. But I, I have to do that. All, I, I have to do that all the time. Selling food, honestly. You do. And yeah, like that. And the reality is, is most of the time people are happy and then they come back the next week and they're like, holy crap, those were the best tomatoes I've ever had. You're right. You know, <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. That's just yeah, how yeah. it is sometimes so, so, with sales, you know? That's like the reality yeah, so, of the game. Yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. And and I would say that, Joe, is you've you've got a good why, right? You've got a good reason to give a little more in that conversation to say, well, hang on a minute. These actually are really fucking banging tomatoes, yeah. tomatoes. <laughs> well, this is probably the first time I've ever said tomatoes in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to try some now. Um, the the only place it shows up for me is is very much like what Rick is into, I imagine, which is drum students come to me. They already want to have drum lessons. And actually, um, part of my teaching practice is a lot of the time I'm actually kind of trying to convince them to leave if they're not super into it. So it probably couldn't be more opposite to what you're talking about Alex but I find that that I find that that's very compatible with the Dharma yeah which I think that's what you were hoping to hear Alex is is I love my open door policy 
I love saying to all students, you can learn drums or not. It really doesn't matter to me. But if you do, I'm here to answer your questions, to to take your enthusiasm and teach you how to use it. But I'm I'm not even going to try to create enthusiasm in anyone because it can't be done. Yeah, I, I think, think part of... Can... Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think part of the... I don't even know if you were going to say this show, but part of the confusion for me or issue is that I don't know if I could actually uh, successfully keep throwing out Duca and do this job at the same time, because it, it just seems like a, a smelly shoe that comes back <laughs> every time one of those calls happen when I'm, when I find myself pushing someone, you know, um, uh, it, well. I, at another but, level, okay. it could be an opportunity to to learn and grow. From but here's it, the right? thing: is that you don't you don't actually know that it's going to be somebody that's going to hang up. The the main problem with this thing is that sometimes they're going to say no, and then you convince them of something that they actually does benefit them. And sometimes they're saying no, and they really need mean no. And it's and it takes a little bit of time. And by the time you find out for real they really mean no, they're angry and going to hang up on you. You know, like I, I just, I know how this is. Cause like yeah. I, I have people all the time who tell me no and I try again and they're like, no, 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 really no. Like, you know, and I'm like, okay. But yeah. then half the time they say no. And then they're like, oh, okay. All right. And by the end of it. So if I gave up on the first no, every time I just wouldn't sell anything. You yes, know? Joe. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that say no after the third time I didn't give up. We, well, then we push these calls maybe three times earlier. until they hang up on us. <laughs> um, For me, I, I would just give up a little bit earlier, maybe. And, and sometimes they give up a little earlier when they're like, hey, I'm being polite. I don't want to continue this conversation anymore. Reach out to us in a year um, and, and, we'll, and we'll look at it. I was like, OK, no problem. Cool. But, yeah. So there's there's a cutoff point built into the script then. Right. So once again, you're you're still just kind of doing the job. In a sense, you're no different to the miner with his pick who is told to dig in one direction until for however long and then give up and try a different a different spot. Right. I don't know exactly how mining works, but <laughs> I'm happy to take that, that analogy. Interesting analogy you decided to, yeah. OK. To um, <laughs> so but you have right. You have a moment at which your employer is allowing you to give up on that call. But perhaps Let's the most important exit, point here I like is exit early, not give up. Exit early. Exit early. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps uh, perhaps the most important point here is a smelly shoe is not duka. Okay, I just use that as a metaphor, though. Yeah, but so it's a smelly shoe or it's someone saying no on the end of the phone. Neither the objecting business person nor the smelly shoe is Duca. Duca is your interpretation of those things. Yeah, I was. But what about if they're irritated? You can sense irritation from them on the phone. And I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. I know. I'm talking about me too. 
I'm I'm sensing their irritation. Okay. okay. So um, okay. So a tone of irritation in someone's voice is not dukkha. They might be experiencing dukkha. We've no way of knowing that. So I guess the dukkha in this case would be, oh man, I like I upset them, or they're mm -hmm. they're irritated, or uh, I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm not doing good things here, you know, and, and, and the any, world, any way in which you're any way in which you're dissatisfied. Okay. Well, then why did you say you wouldn't push someone to do something if Duca has nothing to do with it? Because I don't want to. Well, there's, there's an aspect of like non-harm and non-ill will. Like that's like a main like driving. Factor, that's my point. Right. And non and ill will is a form of dukkha, is it not? Well, it's only ill will if you generate it within yourself first and you think you're doing something bad for somebody. So you're creating the dukkha within yourself and then you think that person is going to experience dukkha because you're creating it within yourself first. I think you're not okay with hearing irritation in somebody's voice and then you can sense it in yourself, that irritation, because you're, you have the empathetic uh, capability to sense that. So you instantly gonna think they're experiencing dukkha, and then you're gonna start experiencing dukkha yourself. When the dukkha could not exist, maybe not is not even existing, as Dan said. Maybe it's just you creating it. Some sometimes I go to the grocery store and I'm like really happy and positive to the cash register person, and they're just like they don't like when people are happy and positive, and I'm trying my best to give them like what I consider loving kindness, and they're coming back to me with anger and annoyance because what is this like super happy person here you know but it's not it's not me that's like that's doing anything you know so yeah. I, I don't know if that analogy helps yeah. at all too it's all your right. it's well, your attitude if you're going off with an attitude of like you know i'm i'm trying my best here and it's it's a tough job i mean honestly i mean it's a tough job no matter what you know like that's the reality of it is that sales are difficult and, um, you know, but, but it's a job too. It's, it's pretty consistent. It's solid. You know, it's, it's not, it's not the most unwholesome thing in the world. Like, you know, it's like, I think it's a feeling, feeling a useful need in society, like, and depending on what you're selling, of course, but like, mm. you know. It, is it going to compromise my ability to more often uh, be satisfied and, and be in a satisfied state. That is my concern. And it, it's showing me that it, at least right now, it's showing me that it is. That's ultimately up to you. However, it feeds into the conversation that we've been having about how when you sit on your ass and it's just you and the breath, that's easy mode what you're working with here is a more complex phenomena. So keep practicing. But but no, nothing that that person does on the end of the phone is dukkha. And it, at some point you might want to give, like it might have this motivation that you're like, I only want to practice and I want to give up everything. 
but it seems like you're still in the point right now or still in it, it we're, we all are going through whatever of like comparing different jobs and different lifestyles and things like this right and like i don't think you're gonna find something the the perfect setup or whatever like you you know like sure. whatever you have is a perfect setup it's just it's just not gonna happen you sure. know to me, to me it's primarily the point of pushing pushing someone to do something beyond what they've already said so yeah these are these are difficult things i mean this is up to like you to feel it feel it out and decide for yourself you know and decide what is uh what what does that mean what does harmlessness mean in this situation you know like these are gray areas it's like you know it's like when you get talking about any subject that is on like the sila level like it's really subjective and it's really about trying something out and like dan saying he's like okay well you're in a complex situation. Try this out. How does that feel? Try this out. How does that feel? And like, how do you like, and don't just trust the feeling too, because like you have to like think about this and like really think deeply about it. Cause it's really complex, you know, but, yeah, but what, would... we're, what we're often looking for, isn't it? Is we'd like to hear, Oh, well that, that situation is Duca. So you better get out. <laughs> We want somebody right. to tell us what to do, you know, like we yeah. want to like be able to get down on our knees and be like, please, Don Morado, tell me what to do with my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Ever, you know? I don't know As if we would do it. <laughs> I just honestly was thinking that I was seeing clearly and I'm, 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 I'm pretty, it's fine. I'm not going to say any unwholesome thoughts, but there, there's some irritation over here just because I, I still think I actually am seeing clearly and maybe could, you guys it, just aren't understanding no, it could, what it could I've said. It could be unwholesome but, too. I mean, like, yeah. you know, it's just, I, I'm trying to like, like normally, you, I mean, you've heard my spiel about like capitalism and everything. So you've already heard like my opinion on most of this stuff, you know, but I'm trying to give a balanced opinion here just yeah. for the hell of it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. So, um, Sorry, Carl, go on. Uh, if I could call it, whenever I catch myself being irritated or if I see somebody feeling some kind of emotion, I call the moment perfect moment to practice. Let's investigate this feeling. Is it within me? Is it I'm actually creating it by being irritated and trying to push it on somebody? Or is it actually just the moment happening as it is happening by its own? So that's, it's as we're trying to explain this for you to investigate the moment. We cannot really give you an answer because as we said, the context and the job and how you're feeling, it's only, you have to take your own power and you have to investigate it by yourself at that moment yeah. that it's happening. Mm -hmm. That's the only mm -hmm. way you're going to answer that for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was interesting though, just now a, a new word came into the conversation, which was the word unwholesome. So up until now, we've been examining whether or not the irritation in that person's voice is Duca. It's not Duca because Duca is always on the level of interpretation. Now, a different question would be, is it wholesome or unwholesome to try to persuade someone to do something they don't want to do? Well, isn't or, or perhaps it's neutral. Isn't unwholesome an aspect of dissatisfaction? Is unwholesome an aspect? Well, no, we can talk about an unwholesome act. Dissatisfaction is something that happens in the mind. So, for example, murder is an unwholesome act. 
But it ain't sa good. Sales, sales are their okay. own thing because at the end of it, it's like they might make the decision that it is useful for them. So it's like, it's it's so weird with sales specifically, you know? Yeah, it's, you're right. It's strictly it just neutral. The, like it could go either way. It could go either way. It's the people that say no multiple times and are like audibly getting upset. Also, it, it can them. be useful. Yeah, yeah. You Exit might early. you might see your numbers suffer, right? If you if you hang up a little bit sooner, but maybe you're okay with that. If you're holding the job lightly, um, maybe you get less commission. Maybe you can handle taking less commission. But also, um, I've found it useful a number of times to package things in in larger chunks and what i mean by that in this context is you've got your job and like joe said in that job you play a role and what you're kind of trying to do by saying well th those specific calls i'm holding in question right the rest of the job i like so in a sense you're kind of picking it apart and sometimes we do that i mean the the practice of investigation is we're looking more and more and more finely but uh, something seemingly contradictory to hold in mind is that you can say, this is my job. And until I decide to find another job, I'm going to do this job. We're kind of heading in a Zen direction now, right? Just doing what we're doing. I like that direction. <laughs> I think maybe another useful thing to add is also remembering like if you weren't doing this job somebody else would probably be calling up these people as well right like it would probably sure. be filled right so but yeah, I, I think that's that's dangerous logic that applies well to yeah dealers. i've heard drug huh? dealers justify that as well <laughs> oh no no but, but yeah. i mean in this in this case right no president day yeah i mean you can take that to dangerous logic of course um but but i mean i think like examining right now and just like continuing to practice with it is really good like just like that right like in taking it yeah as an opportunity right because like if you can come back and clear out those uh like come back to that state of contentment there like after this you know while you're doing your job and you get hit by that and you can see that and see all that irritation and stuff and just throw it out and then come back then when you come back to the breath and all that or come sit down in, in uh, seclusion it's gonna be pretty you know it's gonna it's gonna be a lot easier I think but also so for training the skill it can be helpful right now if that's what you have to work with but again i think like looking into it and seeing like hey long term is this what i want to do or whatever like down the road maybe change some stuff but like not making so much like a rash decision right yeah well, mm. i don't think necessarily you're gonna lose commissions because what if like by hanging up early you were in a better slightly better mood and the people that you were talking to could hear it in your voice that you were like in a slightly better mood and like it, and you have a shorter amount of time you're actually talking to people because you're just like all right whatever hang up on that person and then on to the next one it could be that you like i mean it's not guaranteed that you're going to sell less right i mean i don't know yeah for sure i just um had an observation guys that uh when we talk 
here usually. I think the the um, the typical view that goes on is that you guys don't understand me and you don't care and you don't really get me. All this you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't with me, 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 me. And, um, yeah, I'm just like seeing it. Well like done. I don't I don't really see most of you, with the exception of Dan, um, as a friend and uh, like someone that I truly care about or appreciate. I just I don't know. I just I, I hear I just see it as noise and everything that comes out of your mouths. I just think I already know what you're saying and I've already heard it and I've already practiced it. Um, so I, I'm uh, sorry if that is in any way hurtful. Um, of course, I know you're over there probably skillfully handling that. Uh, but I just wanted to say that and I don't know what where that leaves us or leaves me, but I'm I'm just I'm seeing that. So that's wonderful you have, honesty. You have, the most, you have the most ability to say what's actually going in your brain of anyone I've ever met in my life. Like by far. Oh wow. <laughs> Most people just don't good. say Who it. Who are you, you know? people? Like, Who are you people? <laughs> I, I think, honestly, the reason why I say it is because I I think if I say it, I won't let myself uh, hold on to it like it's a little treasure in my treasure box that I'm not showing anybody. Yeah. And um, maybe it'll get me some freedom points, but, <laughs> maybe, but, but maybe well, it won't. So in, in a sense... <laughs> Friendship is a skill to be developed, you know, like this is this is skill, like skillful to decide, like, I'm going to be friendly to this person. And especially the people that we like are neutral about or have a negative aspect about, you know, and often we find like what I find is the people that I get the most annoyed with, they have some quality within themselves that I don't like about myself. Like, I, I really don't like selfish people. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, why don't I like selfish people? Ooh, it's because I think I'm a little bit selfish, you know? And that's, I don't know. It can be interesting to, to see. But you have to develop friendship, you know? You have to, like, actively try, right? And we're so used to thinking about me, me, me. And just changing that dynamic and changing the, the mind, actively making yeah. a decision, I'm going to give. Like this is this is the practice is like mm -hmm. I'm going to do that actively, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Dan, now, thanks, Joe. Or you gonna say actually, Dan? Actually, actually, these guys are your friends whether you like it or not, because that's what sangha is. So you're gonna have to deal with that, brother. Yeah, it just. I think the reason why I said that is because it really would be nice to see that, see that view change, uh, and 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 really be able to like see you guys as as not only just people, but as people that I care about, friends uh, that I'm here well, to support. How about the fact that they're all smiling back at you as you tell them that you don't care about them? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Damn. Thank you. <laughs> I just, 
I, I can sense that it's not it's not wholesome, whatever that is, whatever that driver or that quality of 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 view of conditioning is not wholesome. And it's and I don't think it's me either. Um, but it's also it's, it's like somewhat attached to me. And so I, I can't see beyond that right now. Well, it's a it's a very 21st century experience to have relationships with people entirely on a screen. Um, well, so there's I that. get that. That that's not exactly where I I I know what you mean, but I'm I'm like it's everywhere. It's when I go to the grocery store. It's everywhere. I don't I don't see people as me i don't see people as like a whole or like we're united or we're connected or yeah they're just yeah right yeah, right now does. but right but right now you'd see that but like the dalai lama didn't become the dalai lama because he was born the dalai lama he like decided actively like hey i'm gonna be friendly to everybody i see and it's an active choice that you make over and over again whenever you remember and it comes back i mean i do the same thing we're, we're raised in the same generation so we have the same habit energy, you know? I just, I, I noticed I, it, I especially with Don Murado. like, and, and you, Dan, I just, I just use people. That's what I do. I use people to get what I want out of them. Good seeing. Yeah. And we all, we all do that, you know? While wanting I mean, to be friends, while wanting to really feel more than that. But really it's like, I get on the phone with Don Murado and I just expect him to talk to me. It's disgusting. <laughs> Well, Domorato is happy to talk to you. And something that's missed is uh, we're trained into selfishness, but then we also have this message that that comes on at some point that says that we ought to be compassionate. But the, that message of compassion uh, is is a flip. So where selfishness is, I must win and you have to lose. We're then told we have to be compassionate, which is. I lose so that you can win. Actually, we don't want either of those relationships. We want the win-win relationship. So right. it's okay for you to be getting something right. from your interactions. For sure. But we want mutual benefit. Right. It's right a give now. and take in the circle. It's a give and take for sure. Yeah. 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 Now, you're actually going to benefit more <laughs> when the other person is winning too. You're going to benefit more when you're friends with everyone like the Dalai Lama. Yeah, and, and I know what you're pointing to, Dan, because I did a lot of that with like Landmark and stuff. Like, A, if you if you really go with the intention, talk with someone with the intention that like you want to make a difference. You? But I'm talking about like also at the feeling level, like at the feeling level, like I really feel like I want that person to win. I really, you know what I mean? Like it's not... It's not for me. Yeah, we're talking, not for me. We're, we're talking on the same level. But okay. is that what you're saying? Is that you're just saying that that's what's absent for you? That's what's absent for me. You've yeah. Kind of. You've 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 done it in the head, but you've you've yet to figure it out in the heart. Yeah. Or I, I think I've had moments where I felt yeah. it in the heart, but it's just yeah, I'm just well, seeing it. It's like genuine, genuine compassion and those kind of win-win arrangements those mutually beneficial relationships are difficult when we're still wading through our own shit yeah i'm sure i'm sure when it's when it's all about save me save me how am i going to save myself how can you save me how can i stop 
feeling so bad. No one's expecting you to start handing out cookies from that condition. Or freedom points. That's nice, actually. Then I... Okay. That's kind. Hmm. And you will pay that kindness forward once you've dusted the muck off your shoes. Yeah. And there's a lot of paying it forward in the Dharma. Like I've said, the most I've ever been able to give Dharmarato is a box of tea bags. He gave me the Dharma. <coughs> now, if we were to look at that in uh, a relative sense, we would say, yeah. that's not quite fair. Of course, until you remember that Dharmarato got tremendous benefit out of giving me the Dharma. All right, well, could probably just let go of that standard then. Yep, for now. sounds great. Good seeing. Thanks for listening, guys. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> I, like, I like Alan Watts. He has a good quote where he was he's like, after a certain amount of sitting, we look at our minds and realize that we're all... Dirty little scoundrels. Yes. And, like, and it's so true. Yeah. 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 All right, you winners. I gotta go. Winners. Cheers, Rick. See ya. Shoulds is a terrible band. Remember that. That's right. It's, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Don't listen. The music to brings pain. That's right. Break the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, Rick. Bye. Yes, the irreducible element of rascality. Was that it? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. We're animals. And you keep, and it doesn't like totally go away ever, really, has been my experience. You just keep catching it. And catching it. Yeah. You just keep noticing, and you're like, Ah, uh, shit, there it is again. And you start to learn a little bit about <laughs> those situations and why you did things in the past that you did. Yeah. Um, mm. Sometimes I find it helpful even to, like, read old conversations I had from, like, five or ten years ago and mm-hmm. just be like, holy shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I, what in the world yeah. was I thinking, you know? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. selfish, you know? Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Even on, and on a on a practical level in everyday life, sometimes uh, I, I've been playing around with when I have an unwholesome thought, saying it over again to myself and seeing the like sort of hilariousness of it, you know, because it doesn't have any power the second time when you notice the thought and you're like, wait a minute, what what exactly did I say? Where did that come from? Who is that? That's that's saying that to myself. Who's beating who down here? You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's just kind of funny to catch yourself that way Um, hilarious yeah right could be a real good laugh yeah i mean the number of times that i wish death on people is just crazy you know (laughs) like it's amazing (laughs) yeah yeah, because we talk we talk about the childhood stuff right the conditioning but actually another way of speaking about it is we're actually 
talking about millions of years of stuff, tribalism, all that instinct level stuff. I'm going to stockpile the food. I'm going to eat double. And those folks next door can go hungry. That's what most of human interaction has been. Survival. And here we are giving ourselves a hard time because we don't feel a deep, compassionate warmth for our hunger. <laughs> and a lot of times this dance like, is, is not going to happen if there's nobody to dance with. So like, if there's nobody to get angry, there's nobody to get angry with, nobody to get irritated with, you would not need to say these things. It's like a lot of times when... I have this thought like, oh, I'm going to tell this person this when I see them. And then the moment I see them, that thought disappears completely. It's exactly the same thing. It's just that mm -hmm. kind of practice. It will mm -hmm. disappear eventually by itself. You will feel it, but you will show them. It will disappear. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah. also this, like, I think the selfishness and the tribalism can also be another sort of like it can sort of lead us into unwholesomeness if we too much attach to it because the the reality is too if you if you study like native americans and stuff there's a lot of things that don't really line up with like how we logically think we would do in a survival situation for example they basically never stored food uh like yeah. Esk eskimos like just didn't store food which almost makes no sense because like it's freezing cold and they could bury the food and it would be totally fine. And when, yeah. when people talk to them and ask them, they're like, why, like, why don't you, you know, you guys starve all the time. Like, like, like people literally starve to death and they're like, have you never thought of the reality that you could save a little bit of food? And the concept was totally lost on them. The guy wow. could not convince them to change how they were doing their things. Cause this is just how they culturally, they were like, Oh, we'll yeah. find another seal. You know, and they're like, but you're just leaving that out for the buzzards to eat. Like you could, you could save it. And they were just totally like, why wow. would we do that? You know? Um, so yeah. it's interesting also to study these things because we can see how much are we like writing a narrative for mm. how we think that it was when we don't, we don't really know, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I just say this because I, I studied a lot of like Native American history and Eskimo uh, history. It's just like a hobby of mine. Cool. Yeah, fascinating. Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc. How you doing, brother? Uh, not too well right now. Oh, dear. What's up? Yeah, a lot of stuff coming up um, but actually just this very second it's okay I just realized <laughs> hey look at that <laughs> <laughs> winners winners <laughs> that's all you need dog just one moment. Is it because you're seeing all our smiling faces? Is that what did it? Uh... <laughs> um, no, I just realized I'm just not in so so, so uh, wrapped up in 
what I used to be wrapped up in. Great. So. A new wrapping, or perhaps no wrapping. <laughs> yeah. Is German rap a thing? What? <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> rap music all of a sudden. Yeah, it is. I've, it heard, is. I've heard some really amazing rap in, in European languages. I figured you, you were getting at that, but I wasn't sure if there wasn't any kind of wordplay in there that I wasn't getting. But <laughs> yeah, yeah we, there is some excellent German rap out there. Yeah, great. I can send, send me a link. Can you can send you some links if you want? Maybe you'll yeah, be yeah. to appreciate it, even though you won't understand the lyrics. That's kind of part of the fun, right? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some guys who have just uh, ridiculous flow and skills. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I appreciate even if you don't understand the lyrics. Yes. I mean, you can't understand the lyrics half the time in English either. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so like. True. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and often, often the lyrics are amazing, right? If I'm impressed enough by a rap, I might go and look up the lyrics and they're incredible, but couldn't have heard them. Cheers, Alex. Hi, guys. Good Thank to see you. Ya. Bye, friend. Uh, bye, friend. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then other times, of course, uh, you might look up the lyrics and they're terrible. <laughs> but the rap was amazing. I actually have like some, uh, certain kinds of, especially like German rap, w w where the lyrics are pretty damn bad is a, is a bit of a guilty pleasure for me. I don't know why, but... Right. Right. There's a certain kind of just like the lowest of the low humor shit that sometimes I can't get enough of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the cheapest laughs you could get and just uh -huh. the time it's it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I really okay. like 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 '90s Memphis gangster rap. So you know, it, I I feel really hard always like sitting in France and listening to them describe their gangster lifestyle and it's, yeah. it's always a little bit ridiculous you know yeah but. yeah isn't it yeah yeah there actually was a gun culture in the states where gangster right. rap came from, you know? <laughs> and, and you realize like with with like those guys too like with like underground rap you're like holy shit i mean they're literally like going out and doing this <laughs> like they're not yeah, they're, yeah yeah nowadays you know when they rap that you see and you're like You've never been like in a gang. What are you talking about? But like '90s rap, you're like, oh shit! Like this guy's like actually, actually here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy actually did get shot twelve times. Fuck. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mad. I actually just got into like the whole, uh, especially U.S. rap thing over the last few months. Like really, before there was some like a few things that I knew, but now I've gotten really into it, like cool. the, the whole NWA shit and mm -hmm. Dr. Oh, I love NWA. That's one of my that's one of my favorites. You gotta yeah. check out Me you gotta check out Memphis rap. Like, just look up like Memphis underground '90s rap. Like, and yeah, it, it's awesome. Yeah. If do you, you know, like NWA, do you know the the Netflix movie about NWA? Straight Outta Compton. It they they it's actually like a an autobiographical uh, movie uh, about about the story of NWA. It's pretty damn good. Cool. Sounds like it's worth a watch. 
Yeah. Great. Yeah, now, easy, Doug, e, easy e has to, like the worst. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Doug, I know you've been trying to get hold of me. I'm going to keep trying to call you. Yeah. I'm actually going to leave now. Okay. Unless yeah, there's anything also, also, really it, urgent on your mind. Yeah. I also didn't have, don't, don't have that much time today. Nora just got back from a longer absence today. And we're going to cool. spend some of the evening together. But I just wanted to pop in because I wasn't there last week. So cool. Well, let's let's make sure we connect this week. Hey, sure. Carl, great to meet you. DJ Joe, great to see you as always. It's good see to you. see you again. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey.